0: Boom. You mm, got penis, Mike.
1: I think this is a fair shake. It's
0: fair. It's fair. Yeah, you got you got the orange tip. I got wonky boom. It's, it's
1: all
2: <laughs> <laughs> This is our nicknames for for each other at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> move this over over here. Yeah. Uh, okay. he hey, wants Flowers. Go. This thing stink. See that beautiful. Beer? I, I
0: honestly dis- dislike the smell of fresh flowers. Really? Yeah. What kind of, it smells terrible. What kind of human being are you? Because it, it smells like grandma's makeup. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who's grandma? I
0: don't know. It smells like her upper lip, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: You know what that reminds me of?
1: <laughs> okay, well, here we are. We're back. We're back with the uh, the next episode of the 6 a.m. podcast, and this is episode number one. 41. 41. I started keeping track after you guys. Good, lost
2: track. of the last I was, time I, was from from 40. I was away from the forty. It's forty one. I was which which fine, you know you guys did well without me apparently. Well, know. the wheels did not fall off. You gave all of my secrets away apparently. Also, <laughs> that I did do I that. poop myself did every
1: episode. That's really you, nice of you guys. Could you drop like? Could you drop like a boom sound when we say forty one? Forty one. <laughs> forty one. <boom. laughs> episode forty one.
0: Hashtag Pat poops.
2: <laughs>
0: Hashtag six a.m. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh oh man. man, it's great to be back, though. It is. It's Glad. good to have you back. I feel appreciated, and I feel uh, loved here. I feel uh, nurtured, uh-huh. and I feel like you guys really—you know—you guys accept me for who I am.
1: We 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 understand you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're getting there. <laughs> we understand. So so here we are. You know what we got to do? First things first. Shoot it. Okay. Is that we got to give a shout out? Shout out. Sh- 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 we need sound effects, by the way. To, to whom? Shout out, out, oh, Leanne Fairchalk. Oh, massage by Leanne. And hey here Jeff. comes the music. The music's dropping right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeff, do you, do you have any knots in your body?
1: I do. I do you have, have any lo- pain? I have a lot of pain and a lot of knots. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. There is a uh, there's a young lady by the name of Leanne Fairchalk who knows how to get them out. And how does she do this through magic? Well, you might think that she's being mean, but she will squeeze you until you cry. Mm-hmm. but then you smile. That sounds like the last time I was
1: in County. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you know, Leanne. Uh, she, she's got, um, the, the best way I can put it is a very, um, uh, medical approach to therapeutic massage. And, um, you know, I, I visited her today and, uh, you know, post surgery, surgery about five weeks out and she knew everywhere that I needed to be fixed. Right. And she's super effective. um, You know, one of the things that I think is the most telling way to say how good she is is I put my shirt back on inside out and backwards. This. (laughs) This. <laughs> so if you want your shirt inside out and backwards, go to Leanne Massage yeah, by
1: Leanne. Massage by Leanne, and in fact, right now she's offering a discount code for all of our six AM listeners. Right. Yeah, hashtag, so 6 hashtag, hashtag six AM hashtag six AM. Yeah. So if you you get, uh, uh, you get what is it, ten percent off. Yeah, I believe so. Ten percent off all of our services yeah. right now. Um, and the only the only thing I can say is don't don't not. Don't not go. Good. I'm actually going to plan to set up an appointment to go see her. Believe it or not, I was actually walking through the grocery store the other day, and I've got this like I've got this chronic pain between my shoulders that goes up my neck and down my shoulder, and it's been there for weeks, yeah. if not months, at this point. I don't know what it is. It just won't yeah. go away. It's because I'm not there
0: to roll over you like I a know. steamroller.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Here's what. I,
0: here, here's another thing I'd say. Anybody who can put up with Ryan Fairchalk on a day in day out basis can put up with your pain.
1: Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> So what else we got going on here today? Uh, we have to we have to again once again we have to apologize for our tardiness in this uh, episode and it's not my fault and it's not Pat's fault and that only leaves one other person. Yeah, I'll take think. it. I'll own it. Okay, and so you decided not to work on Labor Day. It's a mm.
0: holiday weekend.
1: It was a it was a holiday weekend. It was Labor Day and Galino waited until Labor Day to tell us that he's not working. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and I'll tell you, that's my style.
2: Oh. Hmm.
1: Or just Mm. not answer your Mm. calls, or (laughs) (laughs) like uh, I was jonesing. Yeah, that's all I was. I was was really excited. I was ready to rock. I was was really. I was
0: too. I just knew that um, a house full of family was not going to go well. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: what it did is it sent me into a spiral of like deep, deep depression. Call me. So what I did is I went home and I worked for Labor Day. That's what I did. Deep
0: depression, self doubt.
1: Yeah. 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 I recorded two podcasts at
0: home. Overall
1: darkness. You Mm -hmm. did. Yeah, two of them. Back to back, awesome. I recorded one too, but I didn't release it. Yeah,
2: it was a. It's an untitled, un, unreleased, untitled, track. unreleased track. <laughs> it was more of a stream of consciousness type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just him going, "Can you hear my feelings?" It was more like a. Vlog. Wait a
0: second. I asked if I heard your feelings. <laughs> I asked you specifically, well, "Am I ruining your life?" And you said, "Yes." actually it's more like (laughs) (laughs) yes uh, yeah, a little bit (laughs) at least this half
1: (laughs) yeah so my life was ruined but we're here now and that's all that matters yeah this is so we're we are here and what are we what are we talking about today what are we doing we got uh we got a couple of topics i think you sent me a message on the way over here
0: yeah uh you know i've been thinking about. about um i've been thinking about something lately and um it's the crossroads of the uh, of jujitsu. I, I feel like there's two freight trains that are colliding or on a collision path, and um, I'd love to talk about it today. Um, so you know, one of the things that that I, I've been doing while I've been off the mats and and laid up is watching a lot of TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And so, um, what I've been focusing on, on, on those is, uh, you know, elite athletes. So they've got a few shows that I've been watching about, um, you know, upcoming athletes and those that are already in the pros and, and you see this, like this personality of somebody who is like a high performing athlete, someone who has this like amazing, um, athletic ability, almost superhuman, um, but both in terms of what they can accomplish and in terms of their durability. Um, and then, so let's contrast that with people who are, you know, like Turkey bowl football game people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the turkey right? Bowl. There's always an injury after the Turkey bowl. That's right. You know? And, and so these are people who, um, you know, and I guess I'm calling it like the haves and the have nots. Right. Right. And there's an intersection right now. There's no delineation. If you go to a high, well, I, let me take that back. It's starting. Some schools you can go to with high-performing uh, competitors, and they will treat you walking in off the street as if you were just one of the family. But some schools are starting with, you know, $60, 70 $80 mat fees to join um, one practice with their school and not even train with the competitors.
1: Right. And they want to know your pedigree. They want to know
0: your pedigree, you know, you're automatically a spaz, regardless of what belt you are. Right. They just don't trust you. And I, you know, I get that, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't talk about that today. I just feel like we've got, um, there's a collision course that's going to happen and it's really, if we're not careful, you know, jujitsu, jujitsu has been a family and now it's starting to be divided into this high level competition
1: and your average. Sure. Practitioner. Practitioner. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, I I don't know the disparity. I know of it, but I I've not experienced it myself. Yeah, and it's interesting that you bring this up um, because, of course, as we as we all know, like the the sport is growing, and and I and I call it a sport because it's the it's the simplest way to sort of identify it yeah. in the in its current state, right? Versus a martial art, which you know it it is a martial art but it's also a sport yeah. and the idea the only reason I say that because I qualify that statement because I, you know we'll get some you know kickback over whether it's a martial art whether it's you know self-defense and sport and it's all of those things yeah but the reason I say sport is because I think that brings it more into context into like why there would be a disparity sure you know and when we say martial art we usually we immediately start thinking of Chuck Norris and yeah. karate, you know the karate days of the 80s and right. early 90s <laughs>
2: so one thing I thought I thought
1: the reason I was
2: so drawn to it was because it can be a team sport, whether it's a competition or it can be Mm -hmm. an individual sport. And I think that's the thing. That's what drew me into it because there's certain things that like you may, you you can build a team or you can just go by yourself and just kind of go hang out at the gym. But either way, there's still kind of like the family element of it. But it's like that. It's a team sport mixed with a well, and there might be something else that
0: you don't even know that's drawing you. And um, I'll make this. I'll make this argument that uh, what might be drawing new practitioners is the fact that access is unprecedented. So let let me just let me just say it this way: Um, if you went down to you know, spring training or anything for a baseball team and they're out there playing catch and you're like, I got a glove. I'm just going to hop on the field. What happens?
1: Yeah. You're not going to get, you're going to gonna get arrested, bro. Right. But
0: if you go to an IBJJF Pan American tournament, you will not only see the highest level black belts there mm-hmm. competing to get their place in the Abu Dhabi worlds, right? The Monday hours, but you will see white belts competing for the six hours prior Sure, you know, and then you'll see a super fight or the absolute divisions, and so you will have someone who is a brand new practitioner stepping onto the baseball diamond and playing catch with the pros, and and that's unprecedented access yeah. for a new beginner. So you know, I, I would say that um, that's a big draw for people coming in.
1: Right, right. Accessibility. Accessibility. And I think it's, and it's true, too, that it's still, it's still primarily, um, I think, in a lot of ways, it is, um, it is comprised of mostly outcasts, you know, like people that, that aren't – I mean, so for a long time, martial arts, you know, and the people that participated in this before it became more of a sport, yeah. especially in Brazilian jiu-jitsu terms, you know, they were, they were, the, they were like the, the dorks. I mean, think about it like this. Everybody in our gym is a dork. Oh
0: yeah, we're nerds, big time. Yeah,
1: big time nerds. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I think like the and then we mix some athleticism in there, and all of a sudden we find out that, that we've got all this this potential to to you know use our bodies yeah. and, uh, and our, our knowledge because Brazilian jiu jitsu, I'm sure along with many other martial arts because I I don't I'm not a practitioner of those arts but for Brazilian jiu jitsu specifically it has a lot to do with both your mind and your body. Yeah. you have to have both. You have to both of them have to be operating at at an optimal yeah, sort of level for it to to function correctly. But <clears throat> in terms of its in terms of this uh, these two trains that are coming together, you know, I think this is this is indicative of of anything that grows into popularity. In sure. fact, we were just my wife and I were just having this conversation today, as a matter of fact, this morning, on my way out to a meeting. And it was just about like, it was about like how you we're starting to see things that were that were once uncool or unpopular, just like any other trend, right? Yeah. Become more and more popular. And when you're young, you tend to say, you know, like that's not cool. I'm not, you know. I, I mean, I I always, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I've been sporting a beard before it was cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, you yeah. got to like you got to you got to qualify your position. You yeah. know, like, like I was prior. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> you know, I skateboarded before it was cool. Ahead of know? the curve. Exactly. And because you, you know, you're know, like, yeah, you, know, you, you know, you don't participate in this thing, so you can't consume it. But, but what's interesting about this is that, and i and jujitsu is starting to, to form like this as well. And that's because, you know, this is, this is how it gains uh, the fan base and recognition that it needs in order to, to become yeah. something substantial so that you know professional athletes in the sport can get paid a decent amount practitioners coaches uh, schools all these things can actually I don't know maybe make a living out of doing it yeah and it it doesn't come without its its problems but let me ask you this question you know in you know how many people wear you know baseball jerseys and sports team paraphernalia or whatever basketball football hockey whatever and don't play the sport yeah you know they're fans yep and and I think this is like this is where things start to like start to get weird because you need to make this the separation between the, the casual the casual practitioner and the, the professional athlete, uh, or it feels like you should. But I agree with I agree if if you're going in this direction, I don't know. I agree with you. Like, there's no reason to, to eliminate the, the family side of yeah. I, I would it's argue what that makes we'll, it yeah, unique. we'll lose something there.
0: So um, on skateboarding, I will tell you this: when I started skateboarding. It was uh, know, back in the 50s, I think, and um, it was uh, like a sock hop or something, and yeah. this uh, bully was coming after me, and there was these kids out there. They had nailed a milk crate to um, a board with some wheels on the bottom, and they were skating around like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So I grabbed it. I ripped the, the milk crate off, and then I just started skating on just the board to get away from them. Is that how it was invented? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. That was you? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, yeah, and then I mean shortly after the lightning struck this like bell tower and it was like, you
1: know uh, And it changed everything
0: McFly. I feel like I've heard this before <laughs> No, but if if jiu Loses the family. So um, let's add one more layer to that the black belt of when we started it, I think and this is just a prediction. I'm putting it out there I think the black belt of when we started is becoming the coral belt you know, that you, you're, you're seeing more and more black belts that are six, seven stripe black belts that are getting into that coral belt range Yeah, where they are, um, at this different level. And, and it's just, it's the nature of the sport. And I don't know where that stops because, um, it really hits a ceiling when it comes to red belt because of the criteria. And you, you have to be a certain age to get that and you have right. to do certain things. And, um, you know, at some point in time, like there's going to be a boatloads of, of dudes that are going to start getting their coral belts and it's just going to be like the next, like sure the next, you know, and I, I don't know that. So there's going to be a big s- spread there, uh, in the community, but you know, there, there's, there's going to be a huge necessity to maintain that family, uh, structure. We are talking about, uh, we have a high level competitor at our gym and, um, you know, he, he competes at a high level. He wins a lot and it always surprises me because our gym is is much more a family style gym than a competition gym. But that being said, it does not held him back. He has found the training partners that will go
1: hard and have high level skills to keep him sharp. Sure, and it's and it's also fair to say that that many of our, you know, as not being professional competitors, they do compete a lot. Yeah. Like they go and they and in fact our our school you know, wins a lot of like a lot of uh, gym titles. Regional, you know? and, Region, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we, you know, the the academy itself collects enough wins at these tournaments that they they walk away in, in first place as a team. You yeah. know, which is which is pretty incredible.
0: I mean, we're kind of like the number one rated school. In this oh. half of the country. Just saying. What
2: top half? Are we Then that what you told me? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I looked yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. it's on the
0: internet. I, mean, I thought it was the right half, but you say top half. Yeah, the top. I mean, it top? I mean top right. Top right? Yeah. No, I think it's, the, it's a quarter. Just a quarter. I think the most yeah.
1: important thing to remember is that it's number one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the biggest it's something. A, it's the best un, one it's, I've it's, ever it's, been. It's... Undisputed, undisputed, <laughs> number one Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school, yet to be disputed in the world. Because <laughs> that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah. think so. Okay. That's why we got so many winners. That's what I thought. Exactly. There you go. Thirty coral belts too. <laughs> but to stay focused on your topic is this is that is that you see this is the problem with it. This is where the this is where the divide happens, and, and, and this is the this is the questions I ask because. When you have when you have this you have this thing and it started off as, as self defense. And I think like I think from a self defense perspective, like there are only so many techniques inside of of any martial art, any hand to hand combat system that 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 works most efficiently in a particular space and time to stop a violent attack so that you can get away, right? Sure. Or that you can stop your opponent and get away. And after that, the techniques that grow from there become the sport. Yeah. Okay. You're still exercising the fundamentals of the self-defense system. Mm-hmm. You know those things are applied in everything that you do moving forward. But in order for it to progress, it has to be put into a sport environment. So, for in other words, there's a lot of other things that we would that we learn and, and practice in jujitsu that we would never use in a uh, a street altercation or a fight. Sure. Uh, you know, a physical confrontation. Um, not least of which because it's it's not practical. You yeah. know, this would or it would be it would be dangerous. Although. I will say this that one thing that I don't think is considered in those environments is that the you know the idea of getting into a fight means it's unpredictable. You don't know what kind of position you're going to end up in. Yeah. You know. And and I think practicing expanding your mind outside of the realm of the fundamentals of self-defense means that you are more familiar with those positions, yeah. right? Than you would yeah. be otherwise. But at any rate, the point being is that and this happened in like the, you know, this sort of happened in the Jee Do world. If you guys are familiar with Jee Do at all. No, nope. it's Bruce Lee's martial art. Okay. Oh. It's how I started training in martial arts in the first place. Mm-hmm. In his Bruce Lee's actual martial art, Jee Do, his thoughts were that he would take the best elements of every martial art and form it into another another way, right? And his whole thing was was uh, no way as way, right? So there, the, the whole idea was to, to, to strip it down so that you just only use the functional techniques. And one of those things was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like you found in the ground, like in terms of, of uh, submission wrestling, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at the time was the, you know, or those techniques were the best. Okay? Yeah. It wasn't called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at the time. But the point is, is that it's, at some point in, it, in, its, in its growth, the idea, I think, was for it to continue to expand and grow over time, and it would change, it would evolve. But there were people who were so stuck on the traditional methods that after he died they said we are not to do anything else except for study what was done by Bruce Lee until the day he died mm-hmm. and then it stops yeah and anything out of that is a bastardization of it and it divided the the team you know it divided the 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 practitioners of that art and I think and I, and I haven't studied you in a long time but I think to this day it's still that divide still exists
0: well and uh, so to be to be careful and to be honest I I don't think that there's a stance to take on this. I don't think it's like, okay, family over profession or profession over family. I think there needs to be a, a respect to both. You know, does profession, so, you know, when you look at baseball players, they're assets to a team, a large corporation. And this, which is why you can't play catch with them. Exactly. Right. With like, an emphasis
1: <laughs> on ass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the tight pants are awesome. <laughs> but, um, you know, they're, they're an asset. And so if you go out there and you break one of their assets, you know, they're not going to be able to, to race for the pennant and they make a lot more money than we do. Um, in jujitsu sure, money involved, yeah. the, the, the money is much higher. So, um, you know, it's hard to compare that, but I would say this, the value in Brazilian jujitsu goes far beyond um, self-defense and you know, situational awareness and all those things. In, in my opinion, humble opinion, my opinion, um, we're a very family-oriented school. We have a huge children's class. Yeah. And so what are we teaching kids? We're teaching them to have a plan, to be aware of your surroundings, to try hard, to work hard, to be diligent, not to quit. Right. And so these are life lessons. When we go out in the professional world, we apply these things, right? So, um, you know, when you go out and you do your comedy tours, you know, y- you can't just show up and spit on your mic, right? Like you have to have your your act together. You have to have your plan. You have you have diligence in putting your material together, and um, you know your timing. You're your practiced. You know, I take this into my professional life too. And you know, uh, I had a, a manager years ago who was a, a collegiate wrestler. And he and you know, I used to talk about this all the time, that um, sometimes in business, it's just a matter of grit, of getting past the hump of of you're tired and it's 11 o'clock at night, that presentation's tomorrow, do I put the finishing touches on it to get the win, or do I just fold it up and go to bed and say, it'll be good enough?
1: That's what Pat does with comedy.
0: Yeah, every time. It'll be good enough. Yeah, yeah. I go, yeah, yeah be This'll
2: enough. be good enough. <laughs> And I just spit on the mic. <laughs> and they're like, "That's not funny." I'm like, well, <laughs> "That's my head. Head. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Goodbye. That was the joke, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Good night, everybody. I'm getting paid for this. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> but um, so if you if you neglect that that aspect of it, then I feel like you're shorting students. Um, whereas I I also say that if you're not driving at a high level to, to get competitors who can compete at a high level and show the worth of your gym, it's also, that's, that's the other side of the sword. It's hard to bring in people. Right. Like you need to have a high level of offering, which our school, by the way, is, is one of the highest level judo schools in our state. Right. And, and that brings people and it's those types of things that you can kind of, you know, uh, like hang your hat on, so to speak.
1: Well, I would say too, you know, one of the things that's different from like today as a, as it was in the past, like in the eighties and nineties and then it's, in its growth in the early two thousands and up until we are now, um, in terms of martial arts, but specifically in terms of Brazilian Jitsu, is that we're smarter now. Mm-hmm. We and, the, and, the, and I have to give Brazilian jiu-jitsu the credit for that because the reason that we're smarter is because it is about uh, applied knowledge. Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu doesn't allow you to fantasize about being a good fighter. You have to prove it. You have to get on the mat and roll sure. with it. You have to show that it works and how it functions. And I think that's probably where a lot of those other disparities come from. You know, you, you can talk a good game in a lot of other martial arts and never have to prove it. Right. Yeah. And so with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you do. And so I think in that sense, that probably does keep the divide from from occurring. I'm just saying I concern myself with it happening, especially when money gets involved. Sure. Because if money starts flowing in, what people want to see from an entertainment standpoint is they want to see action. Yeah. You know, they want to see or whatever it is that they want to see. You know, it's like this is what we want. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to see any more of this two guys, two grown guys hugging on the ground for, you know, ten minutes. Yeah, I want movement. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, dynamic
0: moves and change.
1: Right. And so the so the question becomes like whether or not we start moving away more, you know, more towards a, a sport oriented um line of thinking, and not necessarily away from technique necessarily, but just that we start to create a divide in our in our base of yeah. people who are practitioners because the further away it gets in that in that realm i think the less accessible it becomes because now you're watching it as a as an average joe who you know 10 years ago was accessible to everybody but now you're watching this on tv for instance yeah. and you're like i can never be that guy <laughs> well so <laughs> you know, this
0: the, is this is um this is the idea behind the the meow brothers um you know they uh, it's interesting because um like kitty cats meow uh, yeah oh yeah
1: meow yeah. One, one, <laughs> one, In fact, one from time, now on, when we say Sylvester. That, yeah, from now on when we say "Meow," we have to say "Meow, brothers, <laughs> brothers, Meow, <laughs> the
0: <laughs> brothers." Um, Settle down, Meow. But uh, they they bring a very dynamic uh, style of jujitsu uh, to the to the mats. Um, I, I had trouble for a long time. I very much disliked their style, and the reason was is because I don't see them racking up a lot of points.
1: And they're sociopaths. Had yeah, to,
0: but they, you know there, there's a lot of movement, and it's a lot. It seems like there's a lot of like failed attempts, and um and I was just bored by it. I'd like to see full dominance, like uh, Cyborg Abreu, um like he he is he is full dominance. Like when he grabs a hold of somebody, holds them down, makes a move, submits, um, very dominant performance. Right. The Meow Brothers, I just you know thought they would be like <laughs> they were kind of just like um just moving and not really doing much, but then. I I I started thinking in these terms that they're very dynamic. They're they're keeping it moving on the mat So what looks like they're giving up uh, Position right they're actually setting things up to try to get the submission Um, which fans love who are not necessarily super in tune with jujitsu right because they can see the back and forth
1: happening, right? Exactly. Yeah, so yeah,
0: um, you know They've they've kind of been on my mind lately as i've been you know doing a little research, but It's it's an interesting thought Um, I, I do believe that, you know, what what we would teach if we were going to say this is just for uh, self-defense is full control. Sure. And it would not be fun to watch. Right. It would be control, small. Like, there was a video that just came out recently about the guy who headbutted the guy in the. the About the guy who headbutted the guy. Who headbutted the maitre d' over at the uh, restaurant, you know, was, uh, he gave him a forehead to the chin. I didn't and, see uh, this. Nose or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh there's a jujitsu guy that we walked in the door, put him in a headlock, held him down and just held him there. I'm like, Wow, ah, this is boring. I was hoping he would like you know, do a flying armbar or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't do it. Right, right. Um, but that, that would be more your self-defense. Whereas sport jujitsu, you almost need to have that back and forth.
1: Well, I'd, I'd say, you know, and it's, and it's a truism to say that styles make fights, mm-hmm. you know, and this is true in any combat sport, you know, you, it, you mix and match the, the different styles and the different perspectives that people have on that. And that's really, you know, based upon what, how you were taught your own mentality, your physicality, your size, you know, all these things come into play. And, and then all of a sudden you have, and, and, and innovators, because we, you know, we're fortunate enough to be, a, a, for the most part, still in its infancy, you yeah. know, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And, and, um, and so you have a lot of people who are innovating new positions and new ideas and new thoughts about how to do this. And I say that that's, that's true. Styles make fights. Yeah. And yeah. if everybody fought the same way in every, you know, in, in every competition, it, it would be extraordinarily dull to watch.
0: So anybody looking to find that that's speculations four or two. Yeah. Styles.
1: Styles make fights. Make fights. That's right. So there you go. Speculations. Speculations. Like that's right. <laughs> it's like
2: the Becknique. You don't sweat the Becknique. You never do. Never ever. <laughs> I I've, i watched a uh, Combat Jujitsu yeah. recently. I don't like it. What? No? It's just kinda like bad MMA. So uh, you're talking about like palm strikes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Slapping. Yeah, I wasn't like, I like that idea of it.
1: Jiu-jitsu was slapping.
2: Now I watched, I but w- one of the things before I started, actually long before I started, uh, there was a, a video I saw on Instagram of a, just like every like every other theme, there's wrestler challenges, jiu-jitsu guy, <laughs> bodybuilder challenges, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> and, and I remember that was my, my intro to it. Like I was like, too, like, what's it like to at a gym? And that was one of the videos. Was this guy coming in and said, "All right, well, if you want to do it, come on." You know, and he did it. Like interrupted the class. The yeah. guy was like, first of all, that's rude." Yeah. Second of all, you didn't pay a mat fee. Right. That's but, rude. And then he just comes in, and and obviously the the instructor just schools the hell out of him. Right. Otherwise, you would not get some on the ground, and then <laughs> and but he's smacking him in the ears when he's like on top of him, and I was like. Is that you? What is he
1: doing? So this is very this is very Gracie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you were familiar with the Gracie Challenge, Pat the the Gracie Challenge when the Gracies came to America, they opened the doors to their to their dojos and said, "We challenge anybody to come in here and prove that our martial art doesn't work." Right, and in that came, you know, certain certain levels of strikes, low lying kicks. Uh, Stop hits, uh, slaps. You know, the idea was to demonstrate that my dominant position means that I can strike you and you can't hit me without the idea of, like, actually punching them. Of hurting them. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. of hurting them, right? Now, I would argue, if you've ever been slapped in the ears, man, that shit's... I mean, he he was not... Pulling punches Right Also I will say this yeah. too Just for the record Slaps. Is that One of my biggest triggers Is getting slapped yeah. So slap me <laughs>
0: <Bam>. <laughs> Like what happened Between Galino and Beck And I'm disqualified I don't know Beck stared at Galino And Galino slapped him <laughs> And I'm never speaking again <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I'm going Hannibal Lecter on your ass. So I'm yeah. going to I'm going to bite something off because they, 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 that's just one of my one of my triggers so I I mean I all do respect to the guys that do like slap fighting jujitsu like you know you've got discipline because did, yeah. yeah. like, did you just you slap me yeah did you just fucking slap me
2: that's like that's like uh, uh <laughs> my my trigger is actually uh, is a little bit classier. Mine's uh, if anybody throws white wine in my face. Oh yes, yeah. Then I uh, go you. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just dive on them.
0: <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, because you don't like them to get it on your ascot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not here to get. I didn't wear this wine. I ordered it to drink it. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Thank you. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's just how I go. How'd we get here?
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm it, happy to be back. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Pat. Great. Now I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> the Gracie challenge slap fighting. Well, we were just talking ears. about, you. Were, we were just talking about like, uh, you know, making, making the fight entertaining for people and right? without, you know, what we're really talking about is, is like what we're seeing as the future of jujitsu yeah. and where does that go? And we're experimenting now with these thoughts and these ideas. And you know, the thing is, is that like, you know, and, and I, and I guess like, maybe I echo the concerns of many is that there's always this point in where you have something that you love that it becomes popular yeah. and, or the potential to be popular. And when it does, it it moves away from like why you loved it because sure. it was yours. You mm-hmm. felt like you had ownership of it. And I would argue that if, if jujitsu wants to keep that, it has to keep that in mind that like you can still grow without yeah. compromising that relationship to the people that felt like it was, part of who they were, right? So sure. don't get too far away from you roots. Know, y- your roots, yeah. right? Don't forget your roots. Don't forget your roots, right, you know,
2: exactly. You know what's... H2O is a- one of them.
1: Was one of the- <laughs> they didn't get too popular, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that I, I think is interesting is that... Um, so if I think back on some of the biggest... Um, competitors in jiu-jitsu which ended up in the ufc a lot of them and um they, they ended up as uh just they started as scrappers like think bj penn or Ho- uh jose aldo um like these guys like jose aldo he, he slept in his gym yeah. right uh bj penn would go out on on you know in the evenings and pick fights
1: and now he's still doing and it
0: he's still doing it you know and um you know th- there was uh th- the way people started into j- jiu-jitsu and you have to remember that, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu was born on the streets and on the beach You know like these guys were had open challenges and um, you know a lot of kids picked up jiu-jitsu as a legit self-defense um, in tough parts of of, of Brazil and um, You know and, and that resonated here in the United States and tough parts of, uh, th- think Diaz brothers, you know and Um, you know, where you had, you had to fight your way out uh, of that door in the morning. You fought your way back home. You slept the
2: night and you did it again the next day. That was their version of uphill in the snow both ways. But but now
0: we have, I mean, okay, so let's just name a few. We've got doctors, we've got lawyers, we've got chiropractors, lieutenants uh, in the police department. We've got um, high level ranking colonels in the military. We've got unemployed people. We've uh, you're right. Um but what I what I'm saying is it's not just the bottom up anymore. It's coming top down. Yeah. Right? Like like we're getting high level professionals, really accomplished people who are going and mixing it up every day with with scrappers from the street and they're both living to tell the
2: tale. Sure. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I can't imagine a a, a a time when me and Duffield would ever fight.
0: The like yeah, comedian meet. and the salesman. Ever. Yeah. Do yeah. yeah. you know
2: what I mean? Like yeah. I, when would when would I ever A comedian and a
0: salesman Walked into a dojo Yeah
2: exactly Do you know what I mean Like unless they cut them off In traffic That's the Traffic is the only time I can ever imagine That's equal It's traffic and jujitsu Those are the two parallels Uh, It's funny
0: And the and the strip club
2: and the strip club, yeah, yeah. F- FBJ Penza. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, it's it it, it blows my mind how um, diverse of, and I guess this is also, you know, this fits into the haves and the have-nots also, where you know you've got people. It, it's amazing how um, the different backgrounds that we all come from again it comes to this um what we talked about diversity on the mats you sure. know and, um it, it doesn't end just with um you know that high level of diversity but also just with who we are and where we're at in our stage of life there's some guys in here in the gym that are i mean they're in their 50s yeah and they're rolling with kids who are like killers in their
1: teens yeah exactly it's crazy yeah yeah it do, it does it does speak a lot to the to the the disparities that we see in in sort of our social um you know circumstances now and that stuff because because everybody's gi is pretty much the same everybody yeah. like once you once you put your gi on or you put your you know you put your shorts on for no gi or whatever in your rash guard, if you even have one, some guys just wear t-shirts, like whatever. It's it's like everything's pretty much the same yeah. at that point, and it no longer matters. In fact, most of the time, you don't even find out about your training partner's career or anything else, except for years down the road when you become a real human being and like they know you're they know yeah. you're not going yeah, they anywhere. Speak to each
0: other. Yeah, yeah. We we had one guy, uh, two guys in particular. Uh, so we we uh, for everybody out there in the part of Pennsylvania we live, um, there's a uh, military college, a high level military college, not far from us um and that college attracts some pretty high level military guys uh one of them came to us as a um a brazilian jiu jitsu and judo black belt um olympic alternate and um and he you know he right away we knew what his status was as a as a military guy he was a colonel and um uh i'm not sure how we found that out i, I think it had to do with somebody I, I stole his wallet You stole his wallet yeah, yeah. 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 figured you do that but um the other guy, we didn't find out till he was moving away to give code to a station yeah. in uh I believe it's Honolulu.
1: Yeah, and it's in Hawaii. Shout out so, to Matt Dalton.
0: So uh yeah, and so he was a colonel and we we never knew it. Yeah but you know, do you know the best part about Matt Dalton?
1: His good looks.
0: Next. Uh <laughs> So so this guy we would train and he would train hard. He came in broken ribs and would train and yeah. whatever, man. There was nothing to stop him. He had knee surgery, he trained. Yeah. Crazy, but he's a bad motherfucker. Every time everybody would wrap up, this guy would go grab a mop.
1: Uh, I'm talking about you know, but before that, you know, he'd go around and tell everybody that he appreciated you. He'd say, yeah. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Give you kind of a weird little reach around. Yeah. And I was like,
0: "Well, that's nice. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> mop, the, mop the mats already. No, but he would. I mean, you're talking like this guy has, has many, many, many people working for him that, you know, whatever he says goes, you know. And here this guy is first to pick up the mops. You know, he just had yeah. that, that charisma and, um, but anyways, you know, we, we, didn't know like about his status in the military till way after.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, uh, you He's, know,
1: he, you know, very, very humble guy, you know, yeah. very polite, very humble. Um, and, but very sincere on the mat. Like he was terrible with jujitsu. Mat, Matt was, Matt was on the mat. And when Matt was on the mat, you're right. He was terrible <laughs> with jujitsu. I'm glad that he came to our class cause we fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take ownership for that. I do take credit for... Uh, so whoever's whoever's grappling with Matt Dalton right now in Hawaii, uh, you can thank us. You're yeah, welcome. You're welcome. BJ so, uh So what's on your mind, buddy? Oh, my gosh. Yeah? No, I can't do that right now because I haven't thought of anything that's on my mind, really. Really? Not really. You're usually off the cuff with it, pal. Well, okay. So I've got a couple of things. Yeah? Okay. Taking got dumps a couple in the yard? That, well, I'll, I will do my very best. Okay. And I'll tell you... <laughs> i tell you what's, what's really on my mind right now is, uh, is about, uh, taking responsibility. Yeah. I just want to throw this out there. Yeah. Everything is your fault. Okay. <laughs> and I want to put this out. Why of- are you looking at me so longingly <laughs> when you say that? I'll look at Pat this time. Everything's your fault. I'm used to that. Good. Yeah. Okay. Check. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's just interesting to me. <laughs> I've been noticing that I've been witnessing this lately and, and I do it too. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, when you start to feel like overwhelmed, like for mm-hmm. instance, you got like a lot going on and you know, you're starting to feel alienated from everybody because you know, you're the one that's always doing this and always doing that. And nobody's helping you. And, and you realize though throughout this entire process that you haven't asked for help. <laughs> instead you just like, you act, you know, you act out, you yell at somebody, you maybe it could be a coworker, your wife or your husband or whatever. Yeah. And, and they're like, what an asshole. Right. And, and you're like, you know, the truth of the matter though, is that you never asked for help. How are they supposed <laughs> to know that you need, that you needed help? And you haven't taken you haven't taken responsibility for your own actions and said, no, I'm not going to do this anymore because I, I have too much on my plate as it stands. And you know what? Here's the thing. Number one, everything's your fault. The other thing that I've been thinking a lot about is that I'm, you're really not that important. Yeah. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> and, and I and when I say you, I mean me. I'm like thinking about oh, wait, myself. The royal. The, you. the royal. this <laughs> yes, the royal you. Yeah. You're, you're really not that important. So. And I don't mean I've been don't telling take, you this for weeks. I know, I know. Really don't. <laughs> So stop thinking about it from the standpoint that like, you know, and, and I mean, it has everything to do with jujitsu too and your progress. It has everything to do with like, you know, whether or not you make the next promotion at work or, you know, you – you know you finish this or finish that or whatever the, the truth of the matter is is nobody gives a shit like yeah, nobody mm-hmm. cares yeah you're the only person that cares and uh, and i've just been seeing it manifest in like people's relationships and and uh, and so forth a lot lately it's been on yeah. so it's that's what's on my mind a fresh that's yeah, nice yeah that, super
2: fresh i've explained like that's how, that's i've explained that it's almost the way i think of like kind of in a in a polite way that's how i categorize myself as a pleasant or a peaceful nihilist yeah like none of this really matters it's okay yeah like you know somebody goes like i was late Eh." muskin overslept on monday we could we couldn't make it to 6 a.m i was like he's like i'm I'm so sorry. sorry i'm so i'm like yeah
1: all right but it was your fault for not having a car <laughs>
2: yeah exactly so. it's like i can't i can't i can't be mad at you you know what i mean like it's like why would i be mad at you it's not your fault it yeah, was but, an accident
1: but the but the point of that is to say is that like the world did not fall apart because you didn't go to jiu-jitsu right exactly. in fact nobody cared yeah like i was you like guys oh. didn't even ask yeah i mean it's like, okay so maybe you were just off for labor day maybe you overslept maybe you didn't feel like going maybe right. you tried to go and you got a flat tire and you didn't make it like i don't know mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter Right. because you're here now exactly yeah. And so here's the real thing, Ooh. okay? Here comes the bow. Here it comes I question this. Are we spending too much time living in the past? Yep. yep. So so think about it like this. McFly over here. I know. <laughs> I just
0: <laughs> told, <laughs> I just told you the history how I started skating. Yeah. Well, you know, history, you just, history, history, history. <laughs> yeah, <I
1: mean>. uh, <laughs> are we spending too much time living in the past? And the reason I the reason I question this is you know with all these things that we're saying and uh, or at least what's on my mind right now is that is that you know even things like our the the media that we consume when you're when you're participating in it it's already the past like it yeah. already yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not news. You know, it's already, it's already done. You know, and we're, and I guess like, it's just, again, it's just a, it's just a reflection of the fact that we, that we're stuck in this, like, in this room. So, so to your point about missing class, for instance, is that like, you know, if there was any thought about it at all in the first place, that is already gone because now it's Wednesday. That was Monday and Wednesday. I'm like, you're at the gym and I'm like, Hey guys, what's up? Hey guys. Yeah. Good. Can't wait to, can't wait to roll with you. And I've not thought about Monday at all.
2: Right. 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 Yeah, not even a little bit. Yeah, being present, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. How, that's how that's how I stay when I can stay peaceful. That's how I stay peaceful. Right, It's just by being like, yeah, I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm the really here's only my
1: thing, dudes. yeah. So the only thing that matters is is right now. Right now, dude. Just be there. Yeah, yeah just yeah, be there. Be present. And so and that and that requires you to take some take some responsibility and understand that your your position in whatever. Situation you're in, whether it's a conversation or or a thought or a decision that you're making, or whatever is all your fault. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and its outcome is your fault. Right? Yep, everything, everything, everything's your, your fault. Your fault. <laughs> it's all your fault. Pat, what's on your mind?
2: Uh, what's on my mind? Uh, I would say...
1: Nobody cares. Galena, what's on your <laughs> mind? <laughs> I'm glad you asked.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, just Florida, you know? Went yeah. down and visited.
1: Uh, saw some did nature. Did it get weird? That's right. Pat did go to Florida, yeah, and he's to, back now. I went
2: to Florida. Uh, I, it's, it, I, Shout out to everybody at home, all the family I got to see. Yeah, uh, we out sent out a lot of invitations. Mm-hmm. Family. Yeah. We've talked about this, right? Yes, yeah, family. Uh, kind of treating friends more like family, and family yeah. more like acquaintances you know <laughs> you know what i mean i try not to do that but i feel like that's just kind of what happens a lot of times yeah. it's when i go to visit like we stayed at dom's uh parents house when we were down visiting and everywhere like i feel like everywhere we visit her grandparents or these all these other people i feel like i don't see my picture on the wall a lot that's very vain yeah you know but this it's right yeah i go to visit my best friend since like high school first yeah. year of high school the freshman year that's what it's called (laughs) didn't graduate it was so long ago (laughs) and then and i go up there and there's at least a couple different rooms of like pictures of me and my buddy and it's like i know it may sound vain but it's also more like one of those things of like oh yeah this is why i chose to come here right because this is the you know what i mean it's not like it's not like other places don't feel like home but like i went to his brand new house that he just got that I've never been in before, right? And I already felt kind of like home. He pulled the pictures out of the door Yeah, I took them. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, hey, can you put these up, up quick? Yeah, he's, he's coming. Like that, yeah, he's that vain weirdo's coming <laughs> over. <laughs> I don't know something about legacy like see his really pictures his on the wall. <laughs>
1: Let's get the uh, get the one with his uh, when he doesn't have a shirt on and put hey, that one. He yeah, loves that one. He loves
2: that one where he's flexing. He likes that one where he's
1: flexing. So yeah, no, it's but it was nice.
2: It's nice to see. Honestly, everybody I saw, I was grateful to see, but. There was a lot of people that we didn't get to see that I wish I had. Yeah. That kind of makes me feel like, you know, well... All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Well, I guess it, it
1: makes you reassess, you know, kind of, well, I think too, that there, there's a part And If I could share a story with you, I'll tell you this, that like uh, a couple of years ago, uh, you know, we had an opportunity, my wife and I had an opportunity to take kids out to Arizona to edit for the first time in our relationship at the time, you know, my wife and I had been married for 13 years and I'd never met a huge portion of her family. Okay. They're all West coasters and up and down the West coast and, and Midwest and so forth. and, they were all getting together for her grandfather's 80th birthday. Okay. Grandpa John, shout out to grandpa John. Mm. He's a great guy. Big podcast listener. He loves, he loves a podcast. And, uh, and anyway, when, before we went out there, I mean, this is, a, can be a very awkward situation for me because I've never met any of these people. Okay. They know of me, but I've never met them, you know, and, and what relationship do I have with them? I don't have a relationship with them. Right. And, you know, I made a conscious decision on the way out there that like, you know, I would just, I would just treat them like they're my family. You know, because they are whether right. I like it or not. Right. So I'm telling you what, man. The, the 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 greatest people I've ever met. Yeah. It Warm, pays off. Em- embracing, yeah. inviting. You know, like I mean, I felt like I was felt like I was with my family. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. and I and I was, you know, and I was like, holy shit. That's great. And again, everything's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah, and I, I understand that that probably makes me sound vain. I just want to just yeah. assess that it just was real, totally vain. Just, yeah. And I just want to let everybody know. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. about what about you? That sounds like you do care, though, Pat. Uh, no, it's in the past.
0: <laughs> right? the well, I'm going to piggyback back. off of Beck over there. Um, you know, and what you said—it's all in the past. You're going to piggyback? Yeah, I love it. Can you give me
2: piggyback? I right? love. It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm it's one dangling straight leg. It's going to be weird, but. Oh, um, this is it's
1: Basically, it's just a
2: neck, <laughs> and I could just be hanging from
1: your neck. And I can feel your junk in the center of your back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's
2: just sitting there. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's all like squishy and like <laughs>
2: warm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not not.
1: Why is it? <laughs> it's not not squishy. Why is it so moist? <laughs> uh, so, um, the,
0: the fact that it's all in the past, um, you know, I I, I think there's too many parents living in the past. And I've been thinking a lot about youth sports. So I, I, here's here's the the statement I need to <laughs> I need to make: Parents who did not make it to the pros, will you stop acting like your kid's not going to make it to the pros? Will you please put all of your resources and all your energy, your free time, um, neglect your other kids? Just for the sake of getting that one to be a professional athlete, dude. I just I made Can a you put made all a Facebook of your eggs post. in one basket. Yeah, please, yeah, yeah, please do that and and start pushing your one shot. I get mean, I, they they might yeah get they, tough. Listen, this kid might rebel. They might get upset. They might actually stop loving.
1: This it's true, sport, but you didn't raise a quitter. Right. But
0: you didn't raise a quitter. Force them. Yeah. To overcommit.
1: It is the only way.
0: I would even say that, you know, force them through injuries. You know, if overuse injuries, which are mm-hmm. common now. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. just take a look Listen, at this. Is they're it, young. Is it a real injury? They're pliable. They'll, They'll heal. They heal quickly, right?
1: That's right.
2: That's your baby
1: arm. Yeah. You're going to yeah. lose that one and a new lose. one will come in. Exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: it's just a small one, but it's going to be big soon. Yeah. You know? By the
1: time you need to replace, they're going to have like all the genetic testing and everything else. Exactly. let so get it. Yeah. Get a little bit of. Exactly. Uh, you know, some p- you know, cell therapy and you got a new arm.
0: So I recently. P- saw a a report that said that um, on average it takes about $40,000 a year to put your kids through um, travel sports and typically for uh, how that ends up in college, if they get a scholarship, it's about a $10,000 scholarship in return. Forget about the ROI. It's not about yeah. that. It yeah, isn't. Yeah, yeah. It's you so know, much
1: bigger than your than your bank.
0: It's account. all the arguments, the time spent, you know, trying to get your kid to do their homework while they're still practicing their right. their weightlifting. Yeah, you know, those
1: are the things they'll remember. Yeah, they will remember that. And you know what? What right. what, what are they what are they doing
2: out in the field? Are they are solving fractions? No. No, they're playing ball, dude. Yeah. Every day.
1: Yeah. yeah. But when they right. get home, they got to solve fraction though, because it's important for them to keep their GPA up so they can continue to play sports.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, what would the neighbors think if your kid was below a 4.0? <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Yeah.
1: It's I, an embarrassment. Frankly,
0: oh, my kid got an A minus one time. I tell you what, Beat I didn't shit
1: out of him. <laughs> I, I,
0: you know what? I made him do 10 times more wind sprints
1: that night. Yeah. You because then it showed him. What did it teach him? Yeah.
0: I make him walk on his tippy toes cuz I feel like calf muscles are really important for, you know, future athletes. Totally missed. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. they wear out the front of their shoes, but it looks stupid, but I don't care. That's not. I'm <laughs> willing to do this for them. It's about them.
1: You know what you are? What? You're a renaissance man. Ah, uh, see? You know. See? I think you're blazing new trails into parenting. Yeah. And They'll thank me one day. I think so. I'm going to thank you right now. Yeah. Because I don't think uh you weren't think it, thinking this way were think, you? I don't think enough people do that. Yeah, you weren't thinking this way. See, I wasn't. If you not you have change my mind yeah. about how I approach parenting yeah. my children and their no, aspirations. See, sports for are not life. for
0: fun. It's that's a job. That's your child's job and make them do it with all the fervor and energy that they have. You
1: know it would be even great is yeah. if like it would be even better that if you were in like, you know, these peewee leagues for yeah. whatever, let's say football or whatever, is if they could get them to practice every night of the week. Because oh. that way, that way, they don't have anything else to do, yeah, except for practice yeah. that sport. No
0: idle hands. You know, here's the thing, man. If if you want your kid, your kid's probably someday gonna go like this. Hey, hey, Dad, I feel like you love sports more than me, and you go, you're darn right, I do, and you'll thank me someday. That's right. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's more important. <laughs> so that's what I've had on my mind. Yeah. That's so what's your, yeah.
1: what's your what's your what's your competitors doing right now? Practicing. Huh.
0: They're out doing push-ups. That's right. And
1: what are yeah. you doing?
0: I'm just encouraging them. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Strongly.
1: (laughs) Well, that's all folks. That's it. So get out there and beat the shit out of your kids.
0: Yeah. Don't let them up.